Everybody. Welcome to the Green Divas Radio Show. You're on with Green Diva Meg. And Green Diva Lynn. And we're pretty excited today because we are reminiscing about our fabulous trip to Southern California. We are reliving it. Yeah, actually. So it is kind of exciting. And um, although I'm glad to be home, I, I kind of missed my kids and the animals and stuff. I, right. I would have preferred to just ship them all to California. Yeah, that would have been perfect. I know Ethan would have loved to come to California. Yeah, well, we'll have to make that all happen at some point, right? Yeah. Well, so this show, really, ultimately, we decided it's going to really be all about our trip. The Golden State. Well, yeah. So you do a wonderful My Earth 360. Uh, tell oh, the people. Why, thank you. Yeah, well, tell the people what it's about. Oh, we talked about... Um, the water in California, the drought, and the... Uh, or the lack of water, yeah. The lack of water. Uh, it seems like a lot of people go for the bottled water there. Yeah, yeah. We've got to, the, the Californians have to break that habit for lots of reasons and um, start fighting for their water, man. That's right. And I don't mean fighting each other. I mean for no, water no. rights and for you know making sure the companies aren't taking all the water. Yeah. And then selling it back to them. Right. Yeah, that's kind of a problem. Yeah, it seems it like makes a no sense at all. Well, your report is really good. There's some scary statistics, but, you know, people need to listen up. And we all need to pay attention no matter where we are. Yes, we do. Water is, it is a renewable resource, but that doesn't mean you don't want to conserve it. Yeah. So let's see what else. The feature this week is uh, Priscilla Woolworth, who I really was sorry you couldn't be there, Lynn. But I know. I, I was so happy. Love to meet her. She had, I think, she had to go somewhere because she is in the midst of just launching her book Lola, which mm-hmm. is a really cool book. It's designed as sort of this beautiful handbook for. You know, her, her goal was to reach out to young women who are, you know, because she was thinking of her daughters who were going out into the world with really practical lifestyle advice on how to live healthy, sustainable, eco-friendly, all of those things and thoughtfully. Um, and it really blossomed into this, this beautiful book for anybody. She is a very talented photographer, by the way. Like, Oh, the, I didn't realize the, Oh, the images are so beautiful. So well, and and related to that book, she does have a blog site also. Yes, lots of love always, which is aimed at young women. Yes. about how to live a sustainable lifestyle. Well, that's, so that's what L O L A Lola stands for. Sorry, I should have said that. Lots of love. That's always. okay. That's what I'm here for once in a while. Yay! Um, she also has a an online retail site. You know, Woolworths online. She's she's sort of taken her family legacy and created something new and. Um, sort of updated and sustainable and she's very very mindful about the types of products that she chooses and it's really about 
she she told me it was really all kind of evolved from her lifestyle and and having friends say hey where did you find that or what did you do with this and how do you do this and so mm-hmm. she started to uh you know share products through through a simple um retail online retail site and then the blog emerged with recipes and how to's and um She's just a really neat, neat woman. And she, you know, we've all, you and I and she and others, of course, have been connected virtually. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but it was a nice opportunity to meet. And we got to meet some more of our sort of California people. It was, it was really a nice opportunity. But Priscilla, anyway, so I think we recorded this interview before we met. Yeah. But uh, it's coming out now and it's very timely. So you'll you'll enjoy listening to her. She's a really interesting woman. Can't wait. And let's see. Then we have a traveling green divas. Yes, and then a product review well, about the, the Fiat. Let's talk about the traveling green divas real quick because we have plenty of time here. Yes, we do. That's true. So we talk about how cool, and not temperature-wise, although it was fine, <laughs> Southern California, which, you know, was considered off-season. We were by the the ocean there in Del Mar. It was beautiful. We watched the sunset every night. Yeah, and I don't don't think off-season applies, like, to to us from New Jersey and Chicago. It's, like, perfectly on-season. Any season season is a good season. Although I I liked that it wasn't crowded, personally. Right, right. So we really, shh, we don't want to tell everybody. No, don't go there when we're there. (laughs) Because we want it not to be crowded. Because apparently it gets very crowded like the Jersey Shore or other, you know, beach places in the summer. But um, there was just so much. Yeah, there's so much. I loved watching all the surfers. Um, One thing that I saw along one of my walks, and I didn't mention this in the Traveling Green Divas, but um, was a dead sea lion. (gasps) And I guess. Their, strand, their stranding numbers have increased, oh, and uh. I just didn't like seeing that. No, that's kind of a bummer. That's so sad. Yeah, I think you mentioned it, and I just blocked it out completely. Right, sorry about that. I Let's didn't see it. down the whole show. Nah, it's okay. We'll bounce back. That's a bummer. It's sorry. also what was whale watching season. We didn't make it out there. I was afraid to get... Um, there were some pretty good waves going. I don't really oh, one like day. of getting seasick or even bothering the whales. Yeah, I know. You, you know? kind of feel weird like that. I used to love it, but then I just started to read about it a bit, and I thought, yeah, it could be a little bit annoying and disruptive to their lives. Right. But the waves, gosh, one day, Wayne and I, after you had left, I mean, I took video of it. If anyone wants to go to my Instagram, uh, at Green Diva Meg, there's a video of there's a couple oh, of videos, that. but there's one of the waves, which you know you think okay that's not a big deal, but then when you realize there's a little tiny surfer and you're like oh my god that is a big wave, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was we loved walking along the beach and the sunsets, but you know you and I mentioned that the every restaurant. Now, first of all, we did a lot of cooking. We did our smoothies every morning. Mm-hmm. We made ourselves lunches, healthy lunches, and, and a handful of dinners. We, but we, you know, we still went out a little bit. And, and thanks to your um, stepson Brian for the blender. Oh gosh, yeah, but thanks. We would have been lost without that thing. And I was so impressed. It was a glass container, right? Because mm-hmm. like most blenders, you made are your pl- bed of butter coffee. I made my bed of butter coffee, but. We, you know, everywhere we went when we weren't sh- 
you know, cooking at our place was um, healthy, organic, uh, gluten-free, vegan like options. Veg- I, I felt like I was in this alternate universe I know, uh, I know. that is only in my dreams. I was like in heaven. I'm like, <laughs> I can order here. There's vegan. There's gluten-free. I was. I know. Where was it? We went someplace that had like really good. Oh, that was in L.A. Remember Mama Gracias, was it? Oh. Or Madre Gracias? Yeah. That was spectacular. Oh. I got my plantains, which yeah. I love. Yeah. Was that West Hollywood? I can't remember where it was, but it was spectacular yeah. because they had, like, I make my own cashew cheese and yogurt and all that fun stuff, but they, you know, to have somebody else make it. And yeah, it like was, it's just normal there. Yeah. This is not, you know, like, we're, I don't know about you, but my, I'm, I'm seen as being a health nut. Yeah, everybody and thinks I'm, really, a, I'm extreme. I'm just making real food. Yeah. That it's just like normal in California. I think I really kind of belong there. Isn't it funny? Like, really you know, when, when you say to someone in California, oh, I make my own cashew cheese. They're like, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. But if I say it here, they're like, what? Really? Yeah, what in the world are you? are a weirdo. <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah, why would you do that? Yeah, no, we totally. And I think, was it Gracias Madre? Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I'm saying it backwards. That's okay. Well, that was the day that we went to meet Rainbow Mars. Who, oh yeah, that was that was an awesome afternoon. That was like a magical day. I felt like it was she, her home is just so zen like. Well, I I even s- she, the the way she answered the door, I just felt like <sighs> the warmth coming off of her and just her. Well, I, I called know, it I called it sort of like a Buddhist mansion in the middle yeah. of Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. It With really suede coated cat. Oh, that cat was so cool. <laughs> and he liked me. He was like, hi, let me play with you. But I am one of those weird, you know, animal people. They just come to me. He didn't like the koi. Oh, I, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, we got picture. She said, well, okay, for, let me back up. Rainbow Mars is um, the daughter of one of our favorite and regular contributors, um, Brigitte Mars. She started out doing the eco-sexy segments with us, but she's a marvelous herbalist, um, healer, author, you know, wise woman. And uh, she said, oh, you've got to go see my my daughter, Rainbow Mars. And And Rainbow got her name because she was born under a double rainbow. Isn't that cool? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... um, it it worked out. She was gracious and invited us into her home, and we had like a marvelous afternoon. I mean, and it was everything was kind of magical, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you got to have like a private yoga session where she sort of worked with you on any, you know, uh, you picked yeah, an she issue. Helped me with my crow pose. Which yeah, I um, and and she helped me. She talked to me a lot about. Uh, Fear, my fear of doing the crow pose. Well, it's funny how she like zeroed. Fall flat on my face. She totally zeroed in on that. Like she was very intuitive into you know, uh, uh, and I suppose that's why she's so good at what she does. Yes. Um, well, and when you set me up in front of the camera and you're like, Lynn, you're going to do this uh, yeah. <laughs> video interview. I'm like, what? Yeah. I don't do that. Well, that's you know, I do it happened very organically, if mm-hmm. I may use the term, because you two were sitting there chatting with each other and i had set up the camera i'm like um it's all done you're it's happening so uh we just kept going and uh yeah the whole thing and i i just want to explain a little bit about the koi the reason why i didn't necessarily play with the koi although funny enough i'm a pisces and i really don't like fish like i just don't 
like touching them, don't want to play with them, you know. But she had these gigantic koi outside. They had their own pool. I mean, it was like a lap pool, right? It was huge. Uh, yeah. Long, huge. And these koi, and I am not exaggerating, I have pictures of them and we will show you, were like two feet long. Huge. And they love her. The minute she goes out there, they start coming over and they play and she pets them and they and like. I was petting them. They were so, they were so cool. And they have personalities. She explained it. The one submarine kind of hangs low. He doesn't necessarily come up and play. I thought that was funny. His name was submarine. <laughs> so. They were kissing my hand. Yeah. And then she does. Uh, she, we got a beautiful picture of her doing a handstand right in front of the koi. Yeah, she's known very well in the yoga community. Yes. She's also an author. Yes. She gave us a copy of her book, The 21 Day Superstar Cleanse, which, which yeah. I started reading. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to start that. I know we're in the middle of um, this cool spring equinox detox, mm-hmm. um, but I'm, I, I'm very in, intrigued and I really like the way she integrates things nicely and, and the way it's organized in the book, in her book. So I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. Yeah, that would be cool. So um, let's see what else. What else? The Fiat, yes, the Fiat. I got di- we could digress there a minute. Um, Which yeah. we did not drive to her, her home. No, because as you'll hear in our product review segment, um, great little car, but uh, the range is just enough to get to, to L.A., but not really. And if there's traffic, which of course everybody knows. Yeah, you don't want to run out of juice when you're on the high, no. on the freeway. So it's a really cute little car. Very, very cute. And boy, is it peppy. I mean, I didn't even mention that in the review. I mean, it is like you, you know, put your foot down and it moves. Mm-hmm. Um, very sporty little car, but not the most practical if you've got to do any extensive length of driving because uh, the infrastructure still isn't there, you know. Well, we had to drive to L.A. two times, two different days. We would yeah. plan it differently next time, but uh, had yeah. a nice visit with Ed Bagley. That was a whole lot of fun. I had never met him before, much less spend, you know, like two hours with a man. Or three. I don't remember. We had a meal. We um, actually did a video interview. We actually right. got a ride. We saw his old house, which he's transitioning from. They're working on the new house. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a ride in his electric car. Now, I went up on the roof with him, and I was wearing the wrong shoes for climbing up a ladder, which he was apparently very impressed by. <laughs> <laughs> and but such a sweet man. He's a he's a well, you so know, down and, to earth and gracious and. And there's another guy that we've, um, you know, known for a long time. I have anyway, and we correspond a lot. We he does interviews with us, and again, this year will be our second annual Ed Begley uh, Fun on Earth Day. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, yes, yeah, so it was like really fun to finally meet him, and it was as if we'd known each other. He was very comfortable, very welcoming, and you know, very friendly, and just like the guy you imagine he is. He really is, you know. Right, and uh, yeah, it was cool to go to that vegan restaurant with him. Yeah. So smoothie. we got to wrap Another up. Another vegan restaurant. We got to wrap up. We got to wrap oh, up. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Really? Yeah, we had fun. We had fun in this opening. So Southern California rocks. Green Divas are going to try to spend some more time there. <laughs> Make us more groovy. Well, we got to be all over the place, right? Chicago, New York, LA. You know, that's the way it goes, man. 
Anyway, meanwhile, please go to GDGD Radio and check out the streaming network. And uh, we're still looking for funds. And you, too, could be part of the Green Radio Revolution. Go to fundgdgd.com. Please. (laughs) Stay tuned. Great stuff coming. Overwhelmed by environmental news? Listen to the Green Divas My Earth 360 report for the latest eco-news bits from around the globe, carefully curated and borne by our need to say WTF. But we also love to share encouraging stories and, of course, ways that you can make your voice count for the Earth. It's not just my Earth. It's our Earth. And together, we can make a difference. Well, it's been a while since we've actually had Green Diva Lynn Hasselberger do her very own My Earth 360 report. Hi, Lynn. Hey, Green Diva Meg. How are you doing? I'm great, and I miss you because we got a little spoiled working together in California. I know. I know. we got to get together more. Well, you're coming out to Chicago, but we can talk about that later. We managed to figure it out. So now you've you know acquiesced your time to other important issues, and this week we have an important issue that you're going to talk to us about. Right. Well, since we were just in California, uh, the California drought kind of, uh, well, it's been in the news. It's in its fourth year. And um, not only that, but the snowpack in California mountains, which is relied upon by many people for drinking, growing food, and other things, it's at 5% of its normal level, according to Stanford experts. And that's just exacerbating the whole drought situation you know Um, and i got a chance to you you hook you know we we had ed begley we saw him in california mm -hmm. and you hooked me up yesterday to talk to him for our big earth day show right and the thing we focused on was the water thing and he talked about uh governor brown standing in what would be one of the uh it's not an aquifer it's uh from the runoff where there's usually snowpack and they measure the it. Reservoir, did, is it where they collect the runoff? I guess what? so, but it, but he was standing there and it was dry. Hmm. He said yeah. it was a great image. I haven't seen it, but he described it, and he's describing what you're describing. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty scary. Um, I don't know how much uh, it's at the forefront of Californians' minds. Um, no. But no, I was shocked how many people you and I just randomly were like, hey, are you worried about the water? And they're like, no. What? No. <laughs> well, one person said, well, the drought doesn't seem to be as bad this year, but I don't really think that's true. And the problem is that with the record high temperatures in combination with low precipitation, that means drought, when that happens, drought is twice as likely to occur. Yeah. And for them to recover... NASA estimates that it would take 11 trillion gallons of water to recover. Um, That's kind of a lot of water. And what's happening is, yes, Jerry, uh, Governor Jerry Brown ordered a 25% statewide cutback in water usage. Finally, but that wasn't until after we were back here. And I was like, yeah, really? Yeah, it just happened last week. Yeah. Uh, part of his mandate is to replace 50 million square feet of lawn with drought tolerant landscaping, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, 
and also requires big cuts on campuses, golf courses, cemeteries. Those are places that use lots of water for lawns and yeah. what have you. Um, and everybody's saying, well, agriculture is being exempted. And in some way, I mean, they're not part of that 25% cutback. Right. right. Um, but agriculture is huge because they that industry consumes 80% of the water supply. Well, and then there are things like, and, and Ed brought this up, um, that, that, you know, things that are being grown in in places they shouldn't be, for instance, you know, mm-hmm. almonds. There are almond growers that are growing in a spot that's just way too arid. So it requires extra water to keep them going. Yeah, and almonds actually use 1.1 trillion gallons of water every year. That's 10% of the total water supply. Yeah, I'm sad about that. Um you know, the good thing is that Governor Brown is mandating more reporting of water use, whether that works or not, better enforcement of illegal diversions and unreasonable, unreasonable you know, uses of water. So there's some things that he's putting in place for agriculture and their water management. But let's talk about illegal divert. Let's just talk about diversions and what should be illegal. Right? Well, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, how about these water, these companies that are bottling water, they're still taking, and they're exempt from all this. Yes, Nestle and other companies like Coca-Cola, they continue to pump water for bottled water, which they then sell for profit. All over the country. From at least a dozen natural springs throughout California. Yeah. And some of that is in some of the most drought-stricken areas of the state. It's just like, what in the world? You'd think they'd put a moratorium on that, like, hey, dudes, wait, let's not empty these aquifers. Mm-hmm. for random water usage. Yeah, there is a petition I'll put on the website, on our website. Um, the other thing is fracking. Oh, yeah. Hydraulic fracking yeah. in California. There's 84,000 wells in California, and according to one report, they use 70 million gallons of water, or they used 70 million gallons of water in 2014. Then somewhere else I read that 2 million gallons of fresh water was used a day for oil production. Um, And for those of you that aren't familiar with fracking, it's a process that involves injecting large amounts of water and chemicals into the ground to extract natural gas. So it uses water. And it can contaminate water. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Well, we have to wrap this one up. Oh, but, okay. I was just feeling like I was getting all into it. I know. Well, you are. It was actually... <laughs> There's a lot more information. I, I have an infographic that I'll I'll share and a, a bunch of other information. Well, it's a, an awful lot already. My head kind of wants to explode. So I'm hoping that people will take this, <laughs> think about it, and go to the website because Lynn will have a lot more information and a way to take action. And we should conserve water wherever we live. Yeah, exactly. So think about that. It's not necessarily here forever yeah all right good report thanks so much lynn thank you get all the details from this green divas my earth 360 report and lots more on thegreendivas.com that's t-h-e greendivas.com and myearth360.com health and beauty radiates from the inside out get your glow on with green divas health and beauty tips from natural skincare to creating healthier habits that make us sparkle all right
right. And so it's like an all Green Diva fun day with segments. And it's a, you know, we could talk about health and beauty because we're Green Divas all day long, right, Lynn? Yeah, especially because I'm a health nut. We're health nuts. And, you know, being in Southern California. I don't look so beautiful right now. (laughs) Well, I'm sure you do. I'm not a beauty nut when I work from home. (laughs) Well, all right. So we're in our pajamas, you know. (laughs) <laughs> the beauty of radio. Yes, that's the beauty of radio. <laughs> so among the many things that we did that were healthy and beautiful in California, we got to meet one of one of your friends who is now one of my friends, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry Ellen. She came by our cottage and did a mini uh, yoga session with us. Hummingbird cottage. so fun. And she yeah. brought her little dog, Scout. I know. Well, she has a, uh, her business is called Eight Paws Wellness, and she goes around and does these uh, yoga sessions with other people who have dogs, and she brings her dog, and so it gives a whole new meaning to down dog. Her it, dog was jumping on me a little bit. It's like, down dog. I know. And then and then <laughs> I became the dog whisperer. And yes, Scout, of course, that's what you are. Scout and I played a little bit. Yeah, he was a really brilliant little dog. Oh, he was cute. And, you know, it was wonderful to do yoga outdoors. I highly recommend it. We were on, we had a little incline, though. It made it really challenging to do yoga on that. Yeah, I noticed when I do my normal yoga routine, which which I got to do there almost every day, uh, you know, certain things I'm doing on the, you know, facing down, and then the other thing, turn around and do this one. (laughs) (laughs) Especially the balancing ones. They're kind of challenging. Yeah. But that was very fun, though. Like, you know, who could not love? I mean, you had hummingbirds buzzing around your head happily and a view of the ocean over this beautiful hedge of pink flowers. And yoga has, of course, many benefits. The many benefits of yoga. Beyond and just uh, a lot of people just think it's for um, flexibility, but it's strengthening. it helps with energy and vitality and... Yeah. It just balance, it can balance your metabolism, supposedly. Oh, well, I, you know. I believe it. You've seen my post, How Yoga Saved My Life, and I'm not kidding. Oh, I that's really, an awesome post. I really believe that it had a significant uh, effect on a shift for me, and, you know, I'm sure it does for a lot of people. Yeah. So then we, you also did a little, we, we mentioned it, that you did a little yoga with Rainbow Mars. Yeah, just a mini little, uh, she was just assisting me with my crow pose. Yeah, it was kind of fun, and I took pictures. That was and then fun. She told the, me I wasn't breathing. I know. Like, I think she was getting mad at me for not breathing. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm nervous. Uh, I think I'm breathing. I'm still alive. <laughs> no, she wasn't. I know. Me. No, I know. She was actually really cool. I really yeah. liked her. But she did this beautiful chakra meditation with us. Mm-hmm. And we got that on video, so we're going to, you know, get that ready and release that soon. Yeah, be on the lookout for that. And that was really special. And I, you know, was standing up by the camera. You had been sitting down. And it was really an opportunity for me to to do my little grounding exercise, too. Yeah, she had some mantras that we repeated. And uh, it was was very grounding, especially because that was right before. She did it because I was going to do the video interview, which I'd never done before. And I was all nervous nervous about that, so... Well, and I, I think, think she, really helped. she had also had a lot going on that day, mm-hmm. and, and you know, so she was just wanting to, it's a, it's a very good practice no matter what, and wow, I felt very special. I did too. I felt special. And then, and we, then um, 
was pretty cool that when we were in California, we recorded our very own stretches that will be going onto Stretch Clock, that app that you can get on your computer. I know. And we had uh, so much fun coming up with these. And then there's the one that I did, which I'm reluctant to share, you know, with, <laughs> you know, when, when my shoulders go up, when I do the, the shoulder and neck thing. Mm-hmm. And I look ridiculous. Every time I bring my shoulders up, I'm like, oh, uh, nobody should be photographed doing that. <laughs> Especially me. But eh, it's all in good fun, right? Oh, yeah. It should be it should be great. I can't wait until I know you have to edit all of them and send them off and we'll announce when they're uh, available. I think it's really exciting. Very exciting. And we're going to be doing some stretch clock audio on the GDGD radio network too so that mm-hmm. it won't be video but you'll be able to stop, take a quick break and be talked through a stretch. So to whatever you're doing, you'll be like, oh, cool, I get to stretch. That's the right. whole concept. Yeah, I have it on my computer, and, uh, you know, I notice a difference when I don't have it turned on. Right. Uh, my neck gets really stiff. My shoulders are really tight. Well, for those of really us that are, like, glued to our computers all day long. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. It's what we do, man. It's a perk on Fun GDGD. I just might as well mention that. Yeah. GDGD.com. It's one of the things you can get if, you know, if you contribute to Mm -hmm. the Green Radio Revolution. Fund GDGD.com. Do it, people. All right, Lynn. We got more great things coming up on the show, so everybody stay tuned. Cheers. Are you sparkling yet? Well, you will be. For information on this segment and lots of other healthy green living information, visit thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com. Green Divas are all about buying less and making more. But when we do buy stuff, we try to make sure it is sustainably made and supports healthy green living. Here's something we liked and wanted to share with you. Okay, so when you're a green diva and you travel, you get some cool perks. And I've been driving and reviewing um, electric cars, EVs, and plug-in EVs, hybrid electrics, um, or plug-in hybrids, I mean, for a couple of years. And I've been wanting to drive this Fiat 500e. They only have them on the West Coast. So I complained, I complained, I complained. And then Lynn and I – hi, Lynn. She's here too. Hi. Um, we're going to California. So I'm like, Hey, now's my opportunity. So they were gracious, sent us a cute, cute little oh, car. It's adorable. And it was kind of fun. They sent it on a flatbed. So it would have a full charge because uh, where we were wasn't exactly, you know, it wasn't real close to where they're, um, sending the car from. So we, there we are being kind of naive green divas thinking, well, we can take this up to visit Ed Begley and he was going to charge it at his friend's house, right? Bill, Bill Nye, Nye. the science guy. We, he was like, oh, we'll charge it, Bill. So I was like, oh, that's so cool. And then like the reality hit that – Yeah, it was a – it was a harsh reality and, it's a harsh and somewhat reality. comical reality. Well, it was kind of like logistic. We did a lot of laughing about it. We that. did. Well, we felt stupid for a little while. Um, I did. I'll speak for myself. Because <laughs> it's a 100-mile ride pretty much to L.A. from where we were in Del Mar. And we thought we can do that. I think and it, was, uh, it ended up 114 maybe. miles. We 
the range on the car is 100, which is great normally. But, you know, so we thought, oh, well, we'll just stop and charge. Well, apparently it takes you know, like four hours on a super good, you know, one of those, um, you know, high level chargers. And I was like, oh, right. so we got to, you know, drive halfway, sit for four hours or whatever. <laughs> and, then, and it's a two and a half drive one way. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so it's like going to turn out to be like a 10 to 12 hour ordeal. Uh, it's like, yeah, yeah not going to quite work out for that. It's great for tooling around in, um, you know, a smaller radius. As it long is. as there are charging stations it's, around. Yeah, that was um, an interesting lesson. So we, we did find, and you know, we had trouble charging at the house because we rented this place and we didn't realize that they didn't have a good grounded 220 volt or whatever. So we got familiar with um, some local public charging, which was kind of cool with Blink. Mm-hmm. And it's a great little car. I wish they would make it more available to um, everybody around the country. right. Right. Because I think that um, I think that it would do well. Anyway, it's a third- and to have an extra battery somehow that yeah. if you run out of battery, like if we wanted to go to L.A., yeah, run out of juice, boom, throw right. the new battery in, and then we still would have to charge for four hours somewhere. I, uh, I know. Well, anyway, so it's a thirty-two thousand three hundred dollar car with the suggested manufacturer. But they also have lots of incentives in California. I don't know where else the car can be purchased, uh, if anywhere. So I'm just going to say to Fiat, keep working on this range and get this car out to to the rest of us. But, you know, honestly, their infrastructure isn't here in the East Coast yet. So I guess... it's certainly not here in Chicagoland. It'll get there. But, yeah, so it was an interesting learning experience. Great little car. Really appreciate having it. Oh, yeah, it was so fun to drive that. And it really belonged. Wayne did a lot of the driving. And it belongs in Southern California, doesn't it? Do you see the picture by the beach? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, Lynn. Thank you. To learn about more low-stress ways to live a deeper shade of green, please visit thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com. Where are you headed on your next trip? Have you considered the environmental impact of your adventure? Listen to the Traveling Green Divas to get tips for healthy, safe, and eco-friendly travels. Well, it's been a while since we've done our own travel segment, G.D. Lynn. I know. It's, and it's fun to be able to do one. Well, we're going to do more. we got more coming. But yes, we do. This one is all about being in Southern California, and we mean down towards San Diego. We were specifically based in Del Mar, California. Yes, and I did spend a little time in Irvine as well. Which isn't too far off. I mean, it's, no. they're both... Uh, Southern California. Yeah, so <laughs> an off-season. Say, I didn't know there were seasons, but Del Mar is sort of a beach. It's sort of, it's sort of like the Jersey Shore, I guess, in the summer. It just gets really crowded with people. But we've been blessed to be going there for years off season, and I just never saw a lot of people. I'm like, oh, this is such a great place. It's kind of, you know, there's enough people to make it interesting, and the restaurants are fantastic. But, oh, they are. But I'm telling you, there was one Sunday because it was unseasonably warm, 
and the beach. It was like the Brazilian beach or the Jersey Shore, you know, just wall to wall people. You couldn't even hardly move. Mm. I, I've I never that. That must have been <clears throat> after I left. It was Excuse after me. you left, and I've never seen anything like it there. And I've been going there for fifteen years, and I was like, I guess it's. I've never gone to the beach when it was hot, and this is what it's like in the summer. Mm-hmm. So, we're just saying, off season is pretty darn cool. Yeah, it to me, it's a place to be in any winter month. Yeah, I don't care what season it is in California. It's going to be nicer than yeah <laughs> being stuck in Chicago land. <laughs> Well, like... It could be in the 50s. I would not care. And it never gets there. The year before, Wayne and I were there in Del Mar, and they were all freaking out because it was 65 degrees, and it was like record-breaking cold. And we're like, are you kidding? We're still running around in flip-flops happy. (laughs) So we decided that March in Del Mar is perfect. And, you know, you and and I... juice, there's organic, not just juice places, but organic juice places. Yeah. Practically, it's like every corner seeing Starbucks everywhere. Yeah, There's yeah. juice everywhere. There really is. It's juice oh, everywhere. I was in heaven. And you know, and you discovered mothers, which I don't yes. remember. That and, was thanks to my friend Jill, who I stayed with for part of the time. She goes yeah. there all the time. I really, really enjoyed that place, and we stopped in there a couple of times in our travels. And um, yeah, we gotta we gotta try to entice them to the East Coast and Chicago, right? Yeah, it's. An awesome restaurant in there with uh, vegan food, all organic, and I loved how with the juice, at least in the one I went to, you fill out a little form and you can pick out, okay, this is what I want in my juice. See, that's what I to need. make your juice. Yeah, that's what I need because I'm, you know, because we have yeah, our juice pr- recipes. you're particular about what you put in your juice. I am. As am I. That, right, exactly. I'm like, yeah, just a little bit of ginger, bee, mm-hmm. care, you know, whatever, do the whole roster and do you have cilantro? Is it, is it organic? No. Uh, yeah, so everywhere we went, and, and it's just a hipper, kind of groovier version in some cases. Yes, and the, I, I loved running along the beach, and there were trails, and we tried to go to Torrey Pines, which is a beautiful uh, park uh, along the cliff there, and uh, we didn't quite well, make we didn't it make there. it together. You, you <laughs> made it there, we and then Wayne and I went on our own. And hiked up there, and it was oh, cool. really... Yeah, I didn't make it up there because it was three miles just to run there, oh, and I couldn't then yeah. hike and then run three miles back. I'm not yeah. an Ironman person. Yeah. yeah, no, we drove to the base and then hiked like a couple of miles, and it was a lot. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. hard, you know. But worthwhile. I mean, the views, it's just spectacularly beautiful, although... You know, when you see these cliffs, and like I said, Wayne and I have been going over the years, you can see them diminishing and and, uh, eroding. Some of it's natural. Some of it, uh, I don't know. And then there's always the, the, like, the earthquake threat. Right. Yeah, and if you're on that train that goes along the coast, part of it's on that cliff, you're like, "Uh, do I really want to take that train? And the edge gets closer and closer every year. (laughs) It used to be that you could walk for miles along that train without, you know, being on the train track. Now you have to actually, you know, go on the train. close to it, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I can't say enough good things about Southern California in the off-season, whatever that is. I mean, for us... To them, it's off-season, and they're, like, miserable with the weather, and they're weather wimps down there because I guess it's normally pretty 75-ish, you know, by the... Yeah, that's, like, the average temperature of San Diego. 
Well, because then they were saying they were they were freaking out because it was going to be so hot and they were all freaking out. It's going to be like eighty-two degrees, and I'm like, what? So so yeah, it was what? Pretty hot. It was a little bit hot. It was in the high eighties when I first got there. Yeah. I got there a little bit before you did. Yeah, but you know, having, but having I was fine with that. Yeah, are you it kidding? It wasn't like when we were in Hawaii. There's no we humidity. Were... There's no humidity. You stand in the shade right. and you're perfectly fine. But yeah, it wasn't like Hawaii. Like, come on, people. You want to know hot? Go to the Hawaii. Jung, the Hawaiian jungle with no air conditioning and record-breaking yeah, heat. That was hot. It was 102 we degrees. We did stop sweating, and we did complain. Yeah, we did. We did a bit. I mean, I loved Hawaii, but you yes, know, seriously, it was, it was a bit much with 90-degree humidity. You know what I mean? Well, in traveling, we offset our travel yeah. carbon footprint. Yes, we do. I think we still need to do through TerraPath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always a plus. All right. So a lot of reasons to go to Southern California on or off season. I prefer off season, but it's a groovy place. It's a green place. Lots of recycling, a lot of very thoughtful, uh, eco-friendly things going on there. So do it, people. Whether you're off to a tropical getaway or traveling for business, make sure to check the Traveling Green Divas on thegreendivas.com. For more tips and ideas for healthy, safe, and eco-friendly adventures. It's the center of our solar system. A star so bright you can't look at it with the naked eye. And it's 109 times bigger than the Earth we live on. More about the sun after this. Everyone wants to be a part of the green movement. And that's a great thing. Going green takes on a whole new meaning when you add tall grass beef to your family's dinner table. It's tender and juicy, and since the cattle graze on the natural grasslands of Kansas, it's also loaded with essential fatty acids and omega-3s that regular grain-fed beef lacks. It's good for you and your family and good for the earth. For more information and to order tall grass beef online, go to www.tallgrassbeef.com. The single most important aspect of life on Earth is the sunlight that creates all the other systems that allow us to survive. With a surface temperature of 10 million degrees, it takes just about eight minutes for the sun's rays to illuminate the Earth. Solar power has been around since the 1980s, but more and more science and technology is finding ways to harness this immense power. Solar-powered cars have gone coast to coast. Solar panels on homes reduce or eliminate the need for conventional energy. And even watches are powered by the sun. If we play our cards right, sunshine on our shoulders can make us all very happy. I'm Bill Curtis with Earth Matters. Green Divas get to talk to so many inspiring people, who each in their own way is helping us find a deeper shade of green. Here's just one of them. Enjoy. I'm so happy to finally get to talk to this woman. I have been friends with her on social media. Our paths cross all the time. I'm a great admirer of all the wonderful work she does. Priscilla Woolworth, she is the many hats of Priscilla, I I, I think. It's like she's an eco-warrior. She's a photographer. Love her images, by the way. She's an online entrepreneur. 
She's an author. Um, her project, Lola, a book is coming out. So, hi, Priscilla. Uh, hi, Meg. Yay! Hey! <laughs> Lovely to meet you, Green Diva Meg. Yay! So, <laughs> this is the beginning, hopefully, of, of, of many conversations we will have. But it being our first one on the Green Divas, let's talk a little bit about how you kind of became an eco-warrior, which is obviously sort of an undertone for a lot of the work that you do. Oh, um, gosh, it was so many different things. Uh, I think the first uh, was when I became a mother. Yeah. In fact, that had the biggest uh, uh, change in my life, certainly, and, uh, and made me um, aware of my children's environment, and I just uh, became very interested in um, everything that they were exposed to and uh, and continued sort of as they as they grew up becoming more and more involved in um, in researching yep. the sort of environment or the the eco friendly lifestyle and organics and and such and uh, um, so they uh, you know my my daughters um, uh, had a had a tremendous influence on me and um, as well as growing up I was a huge nature lover and still am of course and so um and just always cared yeah. about caring for for the for nature and uh and the environment you know it's really common uh, not that you're not extraordinary but it is a common story that we hear where people you know they may have a love of nature but it's not until they have children that it really it dawns on them like wow I really care about what's going into my kids, what's around my children, you know, all of that. Yes, it, it's, uh, it's really um, uh, an extraordinary moment. And, um, uh, and I was a, a sort of very hands-on mother. I was um, involved in, in uh, bringing them up and, uh, and really um, made an effort to create the best possible environment that I could provide for them. Now, how old and- are they now? They're now 25 and 22. Wow. Yeah, my baby's 22. My, oh. old, my oldest is 30. Yeah, they grow oh, up. Oh, my goodness. I know. They're I had... always your babies. <laughs> they really are. I have three yeah. girls and now two grandchildren, so who, who knew? Oh, how wonderful. Yeah. It, and mm. it, just, it just solidifies even further. I've had this conversation a couple of times also about... You know, we, we talk and in theory about uh, future generations, and we do this partially for future generations, but when you uh, have grandchildren, you're like, whoa, this is right, real. Right. I want of the course. world to be here for them. Well, yes. I mean, I think about that all the time, and uh, um, and I think about, my gosh, when you know my daughters, uh, if they decide to become parents themselves one day, yeah. and, and the children they have, and they're, those, you know, the children those children will have what what sort of world right. uh, will they be in and um, and I think really the uh, the other aspect of being a parent um, that uh, was um, eye-opening for me really is also being the best role model I could be yes and uh, and and you know as much as I can sort of you know recommend you know you need to do this or it'd be great if you did that it's really sort of doing it myself yeah uh, mm-hmm. Ultimately, it starts there, and um, and so that um, uh, then, in fact, inspired uh, the business that I that I launched. 
Yeah, and 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 let's just talk about that for a minute. You're an, an eco entrepreneur, an online digital eco entrepreneur with a fabulous uh, online store of ethical, sustainable, gorgeous products. Thank you. And I, and, and be, you clearly have a designer's eye because the way it's laid out, it's just so like, oh, I just want to shop here. <laughs> well, so do I. Actually, I'm, <laughs> I'm one of my <laughs> one of my own best customers. Um, I, uh, I launched my store six years ago, and um, I did it online uh, because um, for, for two reasons. One was I wanted to be able to be home uh, for my daughters when they came home from school, and yeah. working from home um, allowed me to do that. And the other reason was that I wanted my products to be available to everyone no matter where they lived. Um, and I uh, launched with only 50 products and really curate my store very carefully, and yeah. over the years have added quite a few more products. But um, uh, focusing on uh, products that are not only good for you, but good for the planet as well. Now, people might recognize your name, your last name, Woolworth, as, you know, there is some legacy for retail in there, isn't there? Uh, yes, there <laughs> is, very much. Um, so where, where my uh, family started... Uh, the Woolworth um, Five and Dime stores uh, providing um, products for, you know, for everyone could afford. Um, you know, I sort of have, have relaunched my version of, yeah. of what they did and, and um, really hoping to be part of the movement of change, encouraging the movement of change by um, providing products that alt- that are you know really good alternatives to conventional products, right? And um, whether it's you know if you're buying something that's paper to buy it made from recycled paper, for example, right? Um, and uh, you know if it's uh, cleaning products that they're they're chemical free, non toxic, and such. So it's really focusing on all the practical products that um, that we all use, and but uh, making sure that those are uh, uh, non toxic, right? Now, in addition to being an amazing eco-entrepreneur, you're also an author, and I know you have a book project coming up called Lola. Yes, I'm very excited about Lola. Um, Lola is, uh, stands for Lots of Love Always, hmm. and it's a book for young women about how to live a sustainable lifestyle and make healthy choices. Um, Lola is in fact, inspired by books I've been making for my daughters um, since they were five years old mm-hmm. every Christmas. And in particular, the books I made for them when they, um, each of them went away to college, I wanted them to have a book that they could refer to that had um, healthy tips and wow. recipes and safety information, anything right. I thought would be useful for them um, to, um, to learn about or revisit anyway, because I've been uh, teaching them all of this Right. As they were growing up, but um, I know that in my experience, um, you know, daughters don't always want to, <laughs> as teenagers, listen to their mom. Right. And, uh, and so I felt, well, I'll just put it in writing. Well, and, you know, because um, they look at you sometimes, roll their eyes and walk away, and you think, did they, right. did they hear me? Like, this was and important. I know. And then, I know. They're like, stop. Yeah, don't, you're yeah. annoying me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so Lola is a book for, for all parents, and... Um, and it's it's really um, a wonderful a reference uh, manual about everything from healthy eating to natural beauty and natural uh, remedies, 
Um, right, um, for common and, things that and occur. I need, yeah. I need a copy of, of Lola because, you know, there's just so <laughs> many different things to remember. I know. So, some things have become second nature, but there's right. still, you know, all these other things that I just, I, I can't remember um, some of the different um, ingredients that are needed to make a specific recipe or a cleaning product. I make my own um, cleaning products. And, yeah. And so this, this uh, and, and Lola is also um, illustrated throughout um, because that's um, something that I'm passionate about is, is telling a story through images that yes. I create. And so um, Lola is um, illustrated throughout with uh, images and graphics that I've, I've uh, created. And, um, I can't so wait you, to get my it, hands on this book. Oh, great. Um, it's, it's, it's going to be a very um, enriching book. Well, it is, and I just want to report that my children then, you know, now that they're young women, they remember. And, and my kids, you know, like, uh, I wondered, do they really pick up on this whole nutrition thing? I mean, uh, years and years of trying to, you know, whatever. And they do. They're all, like, very conscientious about they're not drinking tons of soda. You know, you thought, you right. think, oh, my gosh, you launch them into the world, and they're just going to succumb to all this stuff. <laughs> And they right, don't. right. No, there's definitely an awareness that um, uh, now that uh, certainly didn't exist ten years ago to at this yeah. level. Um, but they do. The two out of three of them are really foodies, and they're always mm-hmm. like, "Mom, what's that recipe again?" And and oh. I do. I have. Well, now I just send them to my blog. I'm like, "It's on the blog." It's on. That's so great. <laughs> well, they probably have discovered what so many of us have discovered, which is by making a conscious effort to eat healthier, you actually feel better. I mean, there's that, you know, it's sort of that that light bulb moment. Wait a second. You know, I actually feel great and all the time. Um, Damn it. uh, Mom was right. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. So so that's great. Yeah. So there's good news and there's hope. And, And all those times that I thought, I don't know if they're listening or not, man. They just walked away. But then they come around later. They do, and, and they do it their own way. Yes. In the, and, and I see that with my own daughters. I no. mean, uh, they used to, years ago, uh, be embarrassed when they brought their friends over. They'd sort of scurry into the house yeah. and run, you know, drag their friends as fast as they could uh, away from me. And, um, and whatever, <laughs> you know, if I was composting, and oh, yeah. God forbid, yeah. uh, that was really embarrassing. And now they're so proud. I mean, they just are yeah. so thrilled at what I'm doing. And, um, and they've adapted... Um, sort of, you know, a conscientious lifestyle in their own way. What works right. in their in their own life, and right. I'm very proud of them for for doing that. It's really exciting. What a great idea to write that stuff down. Well, it's too late for me, but I'll I'll, I'll I hope my daughter hears this for her children. <laughs> oh well, you know something. My friends who've had sort of peaks at what I'm doing are uh, they want their own copy as well. That you know, the book is aimed at young women. Yeah, but it's actually good for everyone. Um, and uh, young women in particular, um, you know, the areas of, of uh, learning how to live a self-sufficient lifestyle, living on a budget and such, um, are all very useful Definitely. Um, tools to learn about. And, um, but I, uh, yes, it's, it's, um, it's, I'm very excited about this, Meg. It's, I'm at the finish line now. Almost, I know. Almost, yes, almost done. Yay! Yay! And that's that's like among the millions of things you're doing out there to help create greater awareness and 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 make it beautiful and fun in many ways. So, if people want to find out more 
what what website should they go to? They can go to uh, PriscillaWoolworth.com. Okay. And so that's my my primary website. So on that website, uh, my store is in there, but also the almanac that I write every month. Oh, yeah. I Um, like that. And uh, and that I've been doing as well for six years, uh, sharing all the positive information going on in the environment. Because for... You know, there was so much sort of depressing information, and of course, there you know there still is. Um, but there's also a lot of good going on out there, and I just want everybody to know that there's you know tremendous things going on, and also all the ways that each of us can help. Um, you know, yeah. encourage um, organizations, support them, and the people who are doing incredible work. Well, and you're one of them. So thank you. I appreciate your calling in today, and. Um, we will make we're going to do a couple of more specific segments with you um coming soon so i'm looking forward to working with you more oh lovely i look forward to it meg thanks priscilla thank you lovely talking talking to you hope you enjoyed that as much as they did please visit thegreendivas.com that's t h e greendivas.com For more fun podcasts and information on the Green Divas and low-stress ways to live a deeper shade of green. You've been listening to the Green Divas radio show. Be sure to look for this and other Green Diva Network podcasts on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, iTunes, Swell Radio, and Spreaker. Get social with the Green Divas on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Subscribe to the Green Divas YouTube channel to watch them in action. And for all the latest good green news, visit thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com. 